Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller, empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Welcome to a dose of inspiration for the solo traveller. Today's expert interview is with Catch Medina, who runs the blog Two Monkeys Travel. Catch is originally from the Philippines and has lived in Peru for six months and is going to give us an insight into this magical country. Hi, Catch. Great to meet you. Hi, Lisa. Nice to talk to you. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming. Yeah. But just before we talk about Peru, can you give us a bit of an insight into your background and how you ended up in Peru? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm, I'm, okay, you already introduced me. My name is Catch. I'm from the Philippines. And in 2013, I've decided that I wanted to take a break from my, my, my career. So like I, I booked my one-way flight to the Philippines for 10 days just to handle some things. And then I continued my backpack. Southeast Asia. That's when I met my partner Jonathan. I, we met in Luang Prabang, Laos, and unexpectedly we, we started dating. <laughs> we actually separated ways, and then we started dating. He was on a motorbike trip with his best friend, and then he ended up teaching in Hanoi. So I followed him, and we were a couple since 2013. And when we were in um, Vietnam, we were planning for a big trip, so we could you know, plan for a trip around some countries in Asia, and then we went to Southeast Asia, then we went to India for three months, studied, and we went to, to the UK, and we flew to, to we were planning to do a, like, around the world trip route, so. And we ran out of money, so we decided to stay in Peru for, for a longer time. <laughs> wow. And you said you met your partner on the road as well. Did you ever expect that to happen? Uh, no, I actually, I, I was expecting to meet a lot of travelers, you know, like it's normal. You meet someone and then you, you separated ways, but I didn't expect that you'll meet your life partner. So, so how does the culture in Peru compare to that from the Philippines? Actually, it's so funny because like I, I love the culture of Peru because it's like just almost the same in the Philippines. Like I've been traveling around Southeast Asia and it's completely different. Like Philippines is different because we were colonized by Spain, and when we arrived in Peru, I was so surprised because some of them really looks like me. They thought I was local, and uh, the food same. Uh, we don't have like the guinea pig though. Like <laughs> we don't have that <laughs> in the Philippines, but like oh, they have adobo, ceviche, and stuff. But we call it different in my country, but it's the same, same ingredients and same everything. And like there, there's tradition, which is the same in the Philippines, maybe because of the Spanish, uh, like the Spanish influence. I, I felt at home in Peru. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? That you travel two miles and then you just feel at home in a, in a country in South America. Yeah, that's weird though. <laughs> How are women perceived in Peru? It's actually funny because like if you're like, uh, if you're Asian, you're Filipino, you, you look the same as the locals and they, it's fine. Like... Uh, I think like Peru has a lot of tourists already, so they, they are fine with it. But like it's only in the area of Lima and Cusco. But if you go to other like towns and uh, they are not used to it or like they have this different mentality, especially if I have a friend that she's American and she's blonde. And uh, like the people assume that she's just mm. in Peru looking for Latinos. <laughs> <laughs> they have a term there. Like, uh, like one time they thought like, because I'm, I'm, I'm with Jonathan, and Jonathan is British, like he's blonde. <laughs> so they, they thought like all, all, all bloods are gringo. And they thought like I was a local girl trying to get this gringo. 
So <laughs> they thought I was a hooker. But like, if it's a woman, like if you're a, uh, like a solo female blonde hair walking around in other small towns, they 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 think like you're looking for a Latino. Like usually, you're looking for artisanas. Yeah. So I guess if she just said no to the guys, then they would just leave her alone, would they? Yeah, you know, like the Latino looks are really attractive. So <laughs> you'll meet a lot of couples there who are like uh, like uh, gringa and uh, local, and like the men are locals. <laughs> oh, okay, and have you met many other women traveling alone there? We've met a lot of people traveling alone in, in, in Peru, and sometimes I was traveling on my own. Actually, Peru is really easy to travel. Like, uh, it's easy to, to go around because, like, the bus system is... is uh, it's easy and uh, there are like there are backpacker routes like there are chain of hotel hostels where you can stay here and then you'll be the same group in the next the, the next uh, destination and you know like I think uh, if you're gonna go backpacking you'll meet a lot of fellow backpackers who's doing the same route as you like maybe starting from Central America to to, to, to Ushuaia or Ushuaia going up so it's the same loop yeah. so if you want to solo travel it's 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 easy for you and you said that the best way to get around is by bus, so the bus is quite cheap, and how long are the, the journeys? I know that when I went, um, I flew from Lima to Cusco, actually, but you can get the buses as well? Yes, you can get the buses. Like, Actually, tra we traveled around uh, like South America with other country, uh, in other countries by bus, like we were crossing borders. But if you will travel in Peru, there are hop-on and hop-off bus, and there is also, like, you can easily book it online like the same rate as going to the bus station and it's cheap but if you want to like to feel like VIP because in the bus there's two kinds of like um, uh, two kinds of ticket uh, it's right. VIP so they'll give you meal like a blanket and a TV wow. and second floor like and it's a like semi no, no, it's like a camera 160 degrees something like that it's so good and I remember paying from um, from Cusco to Lima, we paid, I think, $50, and we had the VIP bus. You can book it with busportal.pe. Busportal.pe, like Peru. Yeah, okay. a lot of locals book it there directly. They have discount codes, so you can have discounts like compared to, compared to the bus station. The difference is actually you can't haggle online, you know. <laughs> so if you like haggling, you need to go to the bus station. <laughs> but if you're fine, you don't like inconvenience because if you're gonna take a bus, uh, take um, take a taxi to the bus station and leaving, it's same cost. And if it's last minute booking, it's fine. But like sometimes uh, you don't, you can't get the seat that you want. Okay, I guess if you buy yourself, it doesn't matter too yeah, much with the. Don't just I I support like some travel agency and stuff, but like if you're gonna go to touristy area, they are like double the price, you know. So I suggest do it online or go to the bus station and do the haggling. Okay, great tip. And what do you think is Peru's attraction for women who who want to travel alone? Obviously, you've got the the magical Machu Picchu. Yeah. Okay, there's different route. You need to know like if you like the adventure you like the cultural or you like to party uh, you like adventure so what i suggest you do the uh you do the this route like you can do the half on half of bus with this as well like you could do the lima lima to ica ica and you'll just visit the old traditional like there is a lot of immigrants there like they are uh, like the, the black people who used to be slave and then now they are they are the one who lives in Ica so you'll meet a lot of uh, their cool uh, the culture there in Ica okay. and from Ica you can go to uh, you can go to Huacachina 
Oh, uh, no, you go to Paracas. Paracas has the Ballestas Island. I don't know if you've heard about that. No, I haven't. Uh, you'll see a lot of sea lions, and they have their own uh, penguin, like the Peruvian penguin. They're oh. so tiny. And you have to take, like, the, the boat going there from Paracas. It's, like, 30 minutes by boat, and it's only $13 if you do a tour. And from Paracas, they have a national park, which is really nice. And uh, and you can do, like, kite, uh, kite surfing as well, and it's cheap. And from Paracas, you can take another bus going to Huacachina. And in Huacachina, it's the biggest sand dunes in South America. Wow. So it's a small oasis, and you can you can enjoy, like, the buggy. And then we've been sunboarding there. It's amazing. It's different from the normal, like, the other kind of boarding. It's so, so awesome. And I've been to, to Dubai, so it's, like, the same. <laughs> okay. Wow. I didn't even realize that was in Peru, because when I went, I obviously took the tourist route, and I didn't really see many hidden gems. So are there many hidden gems in the country? Yeah, there's a lot. Like there's, uh, I was so surprised because like we've learned it from the locals. Like, um, there's there's one in Arequipa which is starting to be famous as well. Um, but if you if you will do this route, it's better if you will be coming from Cusco to Arequipa, Arequipa to Puno, Puno to Bolivia. So th- there is a place in Arequipa. Usually people only go to Colca Canyon, and uh, but because we live in Arequipa for a while and we discovered there's this place they called it Ruta de Silar. It's the uh, it's like white stones. And it's like, if you will go there, it looks like the Petra Jordan, wow. but white. Wow. I have a photo. I can send it to you, like, if you want to share it to your Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> and and you can only go there by taxi. Like, you could just book a taxi, like, $2 to, to bring you there. And it's not famous to tourists. I wanted to start writing about it, actually. But, uh, like, it's very rare to – and there's no uh, tourists going on there yet. So it's definitely, definitely a hidden gem and a place that you should visit when you go there. Uh, you should go there. It's so it's so nice. And then you'll learn because Arequipa is famous. Uh, it's called the White City of Peru. And because it is made of all the, whi- uh, the white rock, which you can get from the Ruta de Silar. Of course, if you go to Peru, you need to go also to Nazca to, to, to take the plane to Nazca Line. And there's a lot. There's a lot of things to do in, in, uh, in Peru because it's usually only like famous for Machu Picchu and uh, Lake Titicaca. But there's a lot of things to do. And you mentioned about the party traveler as well. And where, where, if you wanted to go on the party route, where would you go in Peru? Okay. If you want to go surf and party, then what you're going to do is, um, like I told you, there's a lot of party hostels in Peru. Yeah. And what you can do is from Lima to north, like on the way to Ecuador. So Lima going to Mancora. When we lost up, we were in Mancora. So it's like insane partying there. That area, like the beach area, the beach part of Peru is the party town. And there's more towns in the north of Mancora before you enter Ecuador. But you just need to be careful because huh? it's the border crossing and uh, there's a lot of crimes happening. Okay, that was my next question actually, is what would you avoid in the country? So you would you would just be careful within the border area between Peru and Ecuador? Yeah, just be careful there because like they've said, like, uh, there's a lot of drugs going on. If it's not hurting, then you don't, not ha- you don't have to be worried. But if you're in a touristy area as well, like even in Cusco, there's people there. Like, if there are tourists, then there's, there are opportunists. So they will, wherever you go, there's still people who can take advantage of you. So you just need to be aware of your like belongings and your, your surroundings. True. So if you were going there to see the culture, would you say that Machu Picchu, Sacred Valley and Lake Titicaca to visit the Urus people because they live on these reed islands, don't they? I think that's yeah. a really good place to go. But would you say there's anything else for culture? 
you, you should go to Puno, but if you will go to Machu Picchu, I suggest please explore the Sacred Valley. It's the best place. Like, Cusco is so beautiful, but like, if you can just travel two, three hours, just go to Sacred Valley and then go to Uyantaytambo, Urubamba, uh, Maras, and there's a lot. And then you'll meet, actually, you will meet a lot of expats living there because they like the, they like there's magical spirits, something in, in that area. Okay. If you personally only had two weeks, what would your perfect itinerary be? Uh, if you're going to do two weeks, um, I just do the, of course, you'll go to Peru because you want to go to Machu Picchu. So, like, do this route, like Lima, Lima to Paracas, Paracas to Huacachina, Huacachina yeah. to side, side trip to Nazca, you know, like, just to see the Nazca line, which is very famous in the world now, and from Nazca to Cusco. Then Cusco, you can take the bus going to Arequipa. If you want to do all of it, you can fly. Okay, I know that when I went and I flew into Cusco, I wasn't prepared for the altitude sickness that I felt. And as soon as I got off the plane, I felt very woozy and I was suggested to drink cocoa tea, which I drank a lot of until I kind of leveled, leveled out a bit. But I'm, I'm quite a reasonably fit person and I got there and I wasn't expecting to, to feel something from the altitude. So do you have any recommendations for people that might be suffering from that as well? Yeah, when you go to 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 Kiskit, and there are like clinics everywhere there, just you know for oxygen, because it's so high. Like, of course, if you're coming from Lima, going to Cusco, it's really high altitude. Yeah, and I suggest like yeah, buy the coca leaves, <laughs> and just drink tea every morning. It's and funny cause you'll just have a hard time like breathing, but you will like it. <laughs> yeah, it just takes. It's just a while. like on the first day that it will be hard. <laughs> That's true. It just takes a while to get acclimatized, doesn't it? But you can buy oxygen tubes. He said. In yeah. Yeah, you can buy it. <laughs> go to Cusco and you'll just go to the center near the church and you can easily buy it there. Wow, okay. So what would you say to someone who's going to Peru alone for the first time and they might be feeling a bit apprehensive about it? Don't be afraid. You'll meet a lot of fellow travelers there and the locals are really, really nice. If you need help, like planning your your route in, in Peru, you can easily message me and I could give you our itinerary. Actually, we have we published some on our blog and the hike to Machu Picchu and other stuff. You'll meet a lot of uh, like travelers there, so don't be don't be afraid. Okay, and would you say that you need to speak a bit of Spanish to get by in Peru? I just need to learn the basics, you know, like especially if you're gonna go to other town, like which is not uh, where there's not a lot of English speaking people. So you need to learn the uh, the basic of how don't like donde esta where to go. And then uh, for the food, actually, when, because in, in, especially in Cusco, uh, like there's a lot of restaurants and most of them are selling pizza. But if you want to try like local meals and really cheap, you can just say, you can just ask for the uh, uh, hoy, the hoy menu. Okay. Hoy menu, it means the day menu, and it's only six soles, it's two dollars. That's a bargain, isn't it? Because Peru is quite cheap, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like, uh, if you go to the touristic town, they might feed you like a hamburger and uh, <laughs> maybe they'll give you alpaca burger, which is unique, and pizza. But if you want to try the local local food, then can you just you can just tell them it's um, you can ask for the hoy menu, hoy menu, please. Okay, and stay away from the guinea pig unless you're feeling a bit adventurous. Oh, it's so <laughs> difficult when you used to I used to have one as a pet, so it's just difficult seeing it deep fried, completely intact yeah. on a plate in front of you. Did you try it? Did no, no, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
that would be ooh. <laughs> but um, I know that when I went, like you were saying, there's a lot of pizza restaurants and they have the clay ovens as well, so you can see them making the pizza. And it, it's nice and it, if you're going and it's a bit of a cold temperature, then it's nice and warm and cosy in those restaurants. And we used to get bands that used to come in and they used to be playing the traditional instruments and singing the traditional songs. And it's just a really nice experience having dinner out in Peru. Yeah, I, I, I like, I really like the food of Peru and the, the ambience especially. So I think like you ate in, in Cusco, you, you, you love it. <laughs> and is there anything else that you want to add about Peru? If you want to live there as an expat, like uh, all of the tourists usually get like six months visa, 183 days. Okay. But if you want to cross the border, you, you get 90 days and you can easily extend it. There is a lot of expats in Peru, like if you decided to like it, then there's a lot of teaching jobs, especially for Westerners. And there's a lot of volunteering, but just choose um, choose a place where to volunteer. I'm not a fan of like you have to pay to volunteer. We don't like it. So uh, if you need some contacts, we have uh, local like local friends there who are looking for volunteers, and they'll even provide you uh, food and uh, food and accommodation, and you don't have to pay. You just need to to give your time and effort. You know. That's great. Is that how you managed to stay on the road for so long? Because I was going to ask you about sustainable long term travel. Yeah, usually what we do is like uh, we invested in our skills. So, Jonathan, I didn't know about TEFL teaching because, you know, I'm Asian. Like, how can I teach? It's not my first language. But Jonathan is British and he tried to, he, he took his TEFL certificate before uh, leaving the UK. And then when we were in Vietnam, I studied to be TEFL uh, certified. And then we went to India, we studied yoga. So we are now certified Tantra yoga teachers and we studied Ayurveda, which is related to Tantra. So what we do is like, uh, we, we go to a place and then volunteer for a while, feel the vibe if we like it, and then we decide we're going to get our apartment. He liked to volunteer, so we get, you know, like we don't have to, to pay for accommodation and get free food and use the kitchen so we can save money. Yeah, that's a great idea. Fantastic. You're, create, you're creating your own future. It's great. <laughs> and just quickly going back to Peru for a second, <laughs> if, if you had to summarize Peru in three words, which words would you use? Uh, if it's three words, it's it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like authentic, delicious, and delicious because the food in Peru is the best in South America. So if you go to different cities and con- uh, cities and countries, you'll always find a Peruvian restaurant, <laughs> which is weird. And that's true. Uh, there's well, there's one in Colombia actually. Yeah, like you yeah. see Chinese food and Peruvian food. And authentic, but Quechua is still there, and uh, the locals still wear their old clothes, uh, like the traditional clothes. It's it's my second home in South America. I really love Peru. So, where can people go to find out more about you, Catch? Uh, we we're we're blogging over at Two Monkeys Travel. Like uh, our website is HTTP Two Monkeys Travel Group. We it, we call it Group dot com, and uh, on Facebook, yeah, Two Monkeys Travel, like T W O monkeys and travel and on um, twitter it's number two monkeys travel and on instagram we'll catch two monkeys uh, you can send me an email anytime or message me on facebook if you need the help planning your itinerary in peru catch thank you so much for joining me today and i wish you every success in the future Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If this interview has inspired you to go to Peru, you can find out how to travel solo in Peru on the Girl About the Globe website. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com 
and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.